I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. We're back with more Survivor Series 97 fun and games, hey. but mainly just tension. <laughs> no, it's such oh. a, it, is, it is a really, really tense, frightening experience. Yeah. I, I, I cannot... I, I think I've said this in the last couple of weeks, but I can't get over the shift between... WrestleMania, which happens in April, which is fun and bright and cartoony, <laughs> yeah. and this one, which is like a cauldron of hate. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like undercover footage of rallies where they go, "You didn't know this was happening in your neighbourhood," yeah. and look what's going on in there, and everyone's just fucking mad. Yeah, incels with tiki torches, yeah. and there's cockfighting, and then there's <laughs> you know there's, there's like strippers and people, are, you know, there's people in cages, and it's all mental and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest, isn't it? The greatest show on earth. Oh, it really the is. Oh, the second greatest show on earth. Yeah. I guess it was the second pay-per-view. They keep on, on, on mentioning it. It's happening in Montreal. And obviously, the mm. Montreal screw job is, is how this event is yes. best known. But they, they keep on mentioning how lovely Montreal is. <laughs> so they'll cut outside, and I think Jerry Lawler says, oh, no, it must be Jim Ross. He says, there's Montreal, lovely and clean. A very clean city. I'm going to dirty it up. <laughs> it is a very clean city. It's actually, it's actually a lovely city. Is it? I've never been to Canada. I've just never... I don't know why. Canada is, is great. Yeah. It's really, really great. It's so sort of beautiful, and the air smells really different to how it does here. Do you know, I was walking here um, across town, so mm. so we're in, in central London, just sort of near Soho, yep. and I walked over from Hoban, mm. which is, if, if you're not from London, it's about a 10, 15-minute walk, and I don't know what was going on today. It was something about there was no breeze, but every time I walked past a restaurant... I was like one of those Bisto kids. I was like, oh, this smells delicious. <laughs> and the first one I went past was like a craft beer place. And I was like, like wimpy. Oh, hamburgers. <laughs> I carried on walking and there was a fish and chip shop. And I was like, oh, the delicious tang of salt and vinegar. <laughs> and I was thinking, what's happened to my nose? Oh, has it got super sensitive? I've suddenly got, do you know what? It's about eight months since I stopped smoking. Right, okay. You can actually smell things And now. I think my, my smell came back today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, have I been smelling stuff all day? And I have, because uh, <laughs> the office I work in, there was a B 
thin and it smelt like someone had actually shat in it. <laughs> and I was thinking, I haven't smelt real shit for a long time. Well, there's ups and downs, isn't there? There's upsides and downsides. Hey, look, I'm going to take the rough with the smooth. You can lose your smile like I- he did. <laughs> and you can gain your smells. I-, I will have those delicious hamburgers <laughs> and that sharp fucking shit. <laughs> I will take them both and I will love them equally. <laughs> this has got nothing to do with Survivor Series. No. Uh, which, which, I mean, if it smelled of anything, would smell of horror. Bl- Disappointment, bitterness. S- rigid socks and blood. <laughs> I think. Um, oh, yeah. It is, it is, uh, I, I found this, <laughs> again, I found this a hard watch. I, uh, I, I, I just, I, I found it a hard watch because it's so loaded with history <laughs> that it was, I couldn't really watch it because I was making so many notes. Yeah. It's, it, the amount of stuff online about it is just... I mean, it just runs away with itself, and that's why the weird stuff like the the, the supper, um, the super supper sweepstakes winner, uh, really sticks out because it's quite a hawky kind of quaint sort of yeah. thing from yesteryear. There's a bit of <laughs> there's a bit of sort of something naive and innocent mm. about it. A woman wanted to go to dinner with Stone. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, did that ever happen? Uh, we there must the, the, the problem is. There's so much wrestling to go yeah. through, and however devoted, however uh, obsessive, however um, librarian-esque uh, mm. the, these people who kind of go through everything and they, they pile it together, it's really hard to find a particular... If I want to find out who won next year's Super Supper Sweepstakes, <laughs> nobody's interested in that, because they're interested in what happened with the, the yeah, Hart family. Because they're wrong. To those they're <laughs> exactly. wrong. Exactly. You know. This is why <laughs> this podcast started, because of the weird shit, because the... the, 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 the yeah. yeah. I mean, weird I mean, stuff. One of the things we've not done, which we will do, is uh, when we do the next WrestleMania, I'll mm. bring in some of the merchandise catalogues <laughs> right. where you just see the absolute. There was a hilarious bit here where they just <laughs> went, "We're on fire. We can literally make anything, yeah, and it will sell." Yeah, I mean, th- there are there are these sorts of like weird mashups of sort of going. There's a Stone Cold Steve Austin bear, <laughs> but that will be a Christmas decoration in a globe with snow in it, and that will be on the front <laughs> of a bike. And that's the, actually the picture on a T-shirt. It was all... Everything was just a load of old shit thrown together. Thrown together, yeah. And that period, I love, I love the, the crap that you see. And you forget, actually, this period, it leads to the, to the biggest uh, sort of three-year run right. in WWF history, in any wrestling company's history. It's huge. And you forget the ramifications of this are... I went to India about sort of uh, 15 years ago. Mm. And I got off the plane, and the first thing you see is the terrible poverty. And there were some kids who were running over to ask the tourists who were coming out of the airport for money. Mm. And one of those kids had a Stone Cold Steve Austin T-shirt on. Mm. And the the fact that it went so big, it mm. went worldwide, they just... It's that weird thing I love about wrestling, is they never know when it's going to happen. And when it happens, you just have to ride that wave. It's really interesting that the big part of this is the Montreal screw, screw job. That's very famous. Didn't really make Shawn Michaels the biggest wrestler in the world. Yeah. Didn't make Bret Hart the biggest wrestler in the world. In fact, the biggest wrestler in the world is on the undercard here. And he's unrelated to anything that happens here. Mm. So it's just, I, I, I'm fascinated with that thing of, this seems like the biggest story in the world, but actually the biggest story in the world is a couple of matches before this. Yeah. And he's just rising and rising and rising mm. and rising. And, and there's, no, there's no bother. No. <laughs> he's no bother. No, no. He's done cold. He does have a couple of domestic abuse. Oh, does he? Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, he's uh, a character, isn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no, uh, he's no, he's not. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, oh. he has his things. There was a period where he was wrestling where he was court-mandated that he 
wasn't actually allowed to drink beer as part of his uh, routine. Jeez. Yes. He's, he's on kids' T-shirts. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh. Oh, don't never, never... I mean, heroes will let you down. Well, none of the ones from yesteryear did. But, um... I mean, Jimmy Savile springs to mind. <laughs> he was a wrestler. Yes, he was. A very good wrestler. Vader, uh, I don't think Vader would... Vader seemed quite nice. Yeah. He stopped drinking. He was he cantankerous was and difficult. Yeah. I should say, when I said Jimmy Savile was a very, very good wrestler, right, I should <laughs> probably put some context to that. Because <laughs> you know what it sounded like? It yeah. sounded it was gl- like it was glib, and I was going, yes. yeah, you know, he's problematic. But don't forget, he's a, he was a good wrestler. <laughs> There's very, very little of Jimmy Savile uh, footage of him wrestling. Yes. And uh, it's funny how he avoided cameras all his life, isn't it? It's weird, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think, or, or anything he did in the evening. Yeah. If, if it happened after six, you've got no chance of seeing <laughs> no. it. But there is a, a really, really brief uh, piece of footage of him wrestling, which was used in a documentary that he commented on. Mm. And he... It's just a, a tiny clip of him uh, doing his sort of walk around the, the ring. This is in 1966. Doing his walk around the ring, really showing off and everything. And then someone just punches him and he immediately falls over. Yeah. And he's got great timing. It's mm. really, really... Uh, look, I don't Again, want... whatever you say about him that sounds <laughs> complimentary want... is going to sound terrible. Let's not have this known as the podcast <laughs> that was saying, yes, Savile was a monster, but <laughs> hey, there was something good about him. There's <laughs> nothing good about him. But the wrestling thing is really fascinating. Um, he's... Just, just simply because when he died, mm. that was something... He, he's wrestling. Did he wrestle right Roddy Piper and stuff? He wrestled. Well, some- well, he was he was actually wrestling in the sixties, right. and he was taking on not particularly name wrestlers. Mm. He was used as comedy because he was a local DJ, and so mm. he'd come in. He didn't ever win. That was the basic thing. Yeah. I think his last match he had was with a uh, wrestler called Adorable Adrian Street. Right. And Adrian Street, legendary hard man, famous uh, picture of him going back to meet his father. Uh, at the colliery where they they all worked mm. and he is dressed like the most glam rock wrestler you've ever seen <laughs> and everyone is staring at him like he's a space alien <laughs> and by all accounts he's still alive he's written some some good sort of self-published autobiographies by all accounts he was there to say to his father, fuck you, you yeah. know, look at me, I'm a superstar. It was used uh, by the band Black Box Recorder on right. the cover of their album England Made Me. But he had his final match, Jimmy Savile, with Adrian Street. And Adrian Street basically pummeled him, mm. absolutely beat him up. And Adrian Street, after Savile's death, said, I did it because I knew there was something, you know, off with the man. And he said, they, they asked me to lose to him and I was not going to do that. I, I don't know the truth of it. It would be unusual for a promoter to say Jimmy Savile is going over you, the star. Jimmy Savile was there to be sort of hated, booed mm. by the crowd, and then, you know, knocked out. Mm. Later on, Savile, of course, he stops wrestling in the 60s, but he always goes on about his wrestling career. It's one of the things that's mentioned on his tombstone that mm. they had to grind into powder. <laughs> and, <laughs> rightly. And he, uh, he, he, he didn't really continue particularly within wrestling but mm. he was very close friends with Big Daddy and they used to do a lot of charity stuff together mm. um, in the posters in the 80s because Savile was such a huge TV star a lot of the wrestling posters of Big Daddy would picture him with Savile right. so there was a good sort of you know celebrity rub mm. um, but th- when Roddy Piper came over in about 92 and was doing a load of promotional work he did a photo shoot with Jimmy Savile I right. think Savile had that thing of I'm the former pro wrestler mm. and you know so there's a lot of pictures of, of, of uh, Savile and, and Roddy Piper together and, 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 and in when the he ring. died after perpetrating so many fucking horrendous acts Savile, like the, Savile, not, Savile Piper. Not, not Piper yep. <laughs> Wrestlemania <laughs> where he blacked up yeah I know I know uh, neither man has a spotless record <laughs> um, 
nobody mentioned, it was never mentioned, mm. that uh, he had some somewhat of a wrestling career, which just shows how fucking tawdry <laughs> people regard wrestling. <laughs> I mean, After the horrible, horrible fucking yeah. acts that man perpetrated, ever mentioned that he was a radio DJ, ever yeah. mentioned that he's a TV star, <laughs> nobody ever mentioned, nobody ever wanted to talk do, about his wrestling career. Do you know, I did, I did do a little bit of research into this, mm. and one of the, uh, the, 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 the great book about the Savile case and Savile's history, written by a journalist called Dan Davis, mm. and he did one called In Plain Sight. And there are, I think, about half a dozen uh, references to wrestling. Yeah. But the funny thing is, nobody's really sort of gone, well, you know, what was he like? Mm. What was he like? You mm. know, there's very little footage of it. And when you look at it, you sort of go, he had a knack for this. And there's something, and I, d- I don't mean this in a flippant way whatsoever, there is something which uh, a wrestler... A sort of, it's hard to, hard to put it. I'm saying some of the things that you do as a wrestler, which are you're trying to fool a lot of people, you are pretending to be someone you're not, you can see why Savile might have been quite good at that job. And also, it's an auditorium full of fucking kids, Mark. You know it. Let's, you know it. Let, let, let's, transient, let's it there. transient people. So, mm. I mean, I wouldn't say that's a tribute to Jimmy Savile, but... <laughs> Dan, certainly, certainly more Jimmy Savile yeah, content than there, we expected there, there in is the summer Sunday. <laughs> 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 there, is, there is very much something um, ab- about uh, uh, wrestling, which people sort of go, oh, and he did that. Yeah. And they're not really interested in it. Mm. I believe there was one allegation made against him that happened While he during was, his time in wrestling. Yeah. But but everyone sort of goes, oh yeah, Andy did wrestling. Mm. It seems to me quite a big part of the Jimmy Savile story, mm. and nobody's ever nobody's touched ever it because about it, yeah. even when you're dealing with one of the world's most prolific sexual predators, yeah. you do go, we don't want it to get tawdry and talking about wrestling. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, mad, isn't it? Mad. Man. <sighs> Nation of Domination. <laughs> Nation de Domination. <laughs> D'Lo Brown, Kama, Farouk, and Rocky Maivia versus the Legion of Doom, uh, Ken Shamrock, and Ahmed Johnson. Again, I get confused with the Quebec uh, French language. Mm. Elimination. Elimination. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that. Elimination. They, uh, the, guy, <laughs> the guy at one point, he says, uh, the, the, the announcer, he goes, uh, eh, the Legion of Doom! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, if you were doing that a hundred times, you'd never go for that that way of doing it. <laughs> well done, young man. The Rock's now in the nation de domination. He is. Ah. He is. What a difference six months has made yes. to The Rock. Mm. Rock is now a shit-talking, chicken-shit heel. He is absolutely in his sweet spot. Yeah. So he his mouth never stops going. He's the crowd hate him, but they hate him in a better way than when he was supposed to be a good guy and he was <laughs> waving and everyone was going die rocky die. <laughs> They're saying die rocky die now, but he's making them say that yeah. for the right reasons. He is Look at the difference, how quickly his career changes. Mm. That guy who is who has been... When we saw him last time, he was wrestling the Sultan and he was wearing a sort of weird, fluffy thing that, that he comes out to the ring and he just doesn't know what he's doing and he's just friendly and approachable. And mm. now he is becoming the rock mm. you, you i didn't recognize him last time this time you go oh, i can see proto rock yeah the easy. funny thing about it is he's one of those guys he is so much more handsome now now he's older than he was at this point when he must be in his mid-20s which we, <laughs> you'd, you'd think that's probably your peak yeah and you sort of go wow <laughs> rock you know at the time you were like I, i've never looked better and you were like mate in 20 years time <laughs> you're gonna look out you, you look like you will look like a pile of shit <laughs> because 
20 years from now, you're going to be mint. You're going to look back on your photos of yourself at 25 and you're going to go, I look like such a bellend because I am now mint. He uh, he had to have his um, pectoral muscles um, like slightly drained of he fat. He did, yes. Uh, that, uh, I, I'm totally unrelated, but that can be a common side effect of steroid usage. Ah, uh, is that true? Yeah. I just think because I'm quite booby. I'll be doing my chest. But you I, have I'm, steroids, don't you? Yeah, I do have loads of, Actually, I do because I have them in my... Um, you do? In my cereal. <laughs> asthma. I have my asthma drugs. Yeah, we know why you have them, and that's because you want to go gold bust. Oh, God. <laughs> gold I said bust. gold bust. Gold that bust. That worked. Do you well, know what the worst thing boobs. is? I tried to say gold dust breasts, and then I said gold, gold bust. And I gold said gold bust, boobs. and I was like, that will do. But I'd already said, oh, no, I've done it wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> I self-sabotage there. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, so, edit around this. <clears throat> uh, gold bust. <laughs> Yay! I won't edit it. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As I am Brokeless from all the street tickets and all the rubber rooms across these weak planets. Um, Doc <laughs> Hendricks. Have I seen this guy before? That's he Michael P.S. Hayes. Yeah. Right. For some reason, they call him Doc Hendricks. I think after Hendricks, the Jimi Hendrix, who we really liked. Okay. Again, you can take out the the there if you want. Um, <laughs> some people call him Jimi Hendrix. I call him the Jimi Hendrix. The Jimi Hendrix experience. <laughs> that, that's his full name. <laughs> his, his, Jimi Hendrix's real name is Mr. T Experience. <laughs> but uh, Doc Hendrix was a bizarre decision to rename Michael P.S. Hayes the Fabulous Freebirds. Yeah, who right. You were last have seen at Ric Flair's wedding in a full pink velour that was him and bum bag. Yeah, that was him. That's him. Oh, he's, he's had a haircut here, and they've made mm. him a colour commentator. One of the great talkers in wrestling, right? And yet, this period is the worst of his career. He's he's an appalling interviewer. Um, 
uh, Hawk here. Oh. He, Hawk does, in the promo, says, there are criminal elements in the WWF. <sighs> I bet Vince would have went, oh. <laughs> oh, no. I like as well, we've seen <laughs> Nazi bikers. We've seen a self-appointed truth commission. <laughs> and as soon as we get the four black guys, everyone's like, yeah, criminal elements. Yeah. I was uncomfortable with that. I didn't like that at all. Oh, I didn't even twig with that yeah. one, to be honest. I think I'm so walk. I don't even it, it's, notice bad things it, it's anymore. It's worth saying, as soon as you see, and, and it's kind so in fairness there's a different racial makeup but mm. when you see just a big place full of white people all rowdy yeah. and then there's four black lads who come in and they're, they're they are put together for the simple reason that they're all black and you go well that's enough of a reason why yeah. you'd all be mates and mm. then you get someone saying criminal element right it's like oh fuck this bullshit all oh, right hawk then he goes on to, to talk a bit more and you go actually no maybe he's not being weird and racist maybe he's just absolutely mad <laughs> <laughs> we are the sergeants at arms <laughs> he says you'll be face down in a pool of blood hoping you've got a friend to flip you on your back so you don't drown in your own blood he <laughs> <laughs> really trails off it really goes off and you can see halfway through he's going where is this going I think he's genuinely thinking wouldn't it be better for me I think it'd be worse in your back because you'd <laughs> choke wouldn't you <laughs> let's just hope you've got a friend who will help your body <laughs> rotate <laughs> and then you're I mean Jesus I mean, Christ nobody with a recovery position nobody says yeah put him on his back <laughs> <laughs> really really open his airway so like his lung can, lung can get a real lung full of blood yeah. yeah the only other thing I really liked in this match which again you know nice and heated mm. and it's it, you know at this point it's a funny the Legion of Doom are just having a career renaissance mm. like, it's like the Bulldog for some reason there's just a like late flowering where they are I, I think it's to do with the Canadian crowd right where the Canadians love the Bulldog but the Canadians also like the Legion of Doom because they're legends mm. and they, they just really react to them but the best uh, I loved it so much halfway through the match there's just this weird bonging space noise that happens so they're just wrestling and it suddenly goes and everyone in the in the crowd you can see them going what's happening and it's horrible to listen to and again on the network you could just go through and go actually we can just take that That's noise really out incongruous. the crowd look around a bit but it's just this noise is I don't know I think what I might it is. Over that bit. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally. I mean, you've never heard anything like it, and people are like wincing. Ugh! And it goes on for. I mean, about five seconds, but five seconds is a long time when you're going, what is that? What is this? I've never heard this before. It's is like it like, seeing a new colour. Is it like the, um, when the, the, there's accusations that the Cuban embassy is besieged <laughs> yes, by sonic, really sonic is. weapons? It really is. It, 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 oh, I've gone slow now. It's like a PA system. But you've got feedback, but it's like feedback if you were on a spaceship. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's such an unsettling, unnerving noise. We're in bizarre world <laughs> now. <laughs> you can see them wrestling and just going, should we stop? Is, something... is, that, is that an alarm up here? <laughs> Are they calling us to heaven, father? <laughs> um, yeah. oh, that, wow. That's what I like the most. Uh, I just wrote down two things. Um, why is Ahmed so wet uh, oh. when he comes to the ring? So sodden. He looks like something from a Universal Monster movie when he comes in. <laughs> he's he is big. He's big, Some big guy. 
eyes and that. He's, and that big, he's got a very pea head. Yeah, a little yeah, head. It will. It, it only makes your head look small. Oh, it's like when so you so big leg day. I n- never do leg day. Can make you really look small. Um, and Hawk's <laughs> makeup uh, and hair together look amazing in this one. Hawk in particular, because it's kind of like it, it's non. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's all on one side and it goes up his hair. Oh yeah. man, it looks so good. I, I, I tell you, he, they had an iconic look. Mm. And sometimes when you watch them, you go, "Oh, it's the Road Warriors." And sometimes, don't know what it is. He's got his makeup on fleek. <laughs> yeah, and he's you see a really good job. And you job. go, you look like fucking Bowie. You've used a stencil or something. Yeah. Yeah. How is it that you can do this when you hear all the stories about, oh, he's absolutely. And he goes, do you know what I'm going to do now? I suppose he's got a bit of practice, but he just goes, I'm going to draw a perfect shape yeah. on my own face and then paint it in. And it's going to look amazing. <laughs> and, you know, I couldn't draw him. that on a flat surface. No, I often think when they started, like Animal has, so Hawk has a, a red sort of triangle under one mm. eye and then a black sort of spiral yeah. over the other and animal has a sort of more complex design mm. with a thing of color and then a spider and it's in the middle isn't it almost he made a mistake there, <laughs> didn't he <laughs> yeah, massively. You, you have your first day and you go well this is what we're going to look like for the rest of the time and you go i'm going to put a lot of effort into this <laughs> mate you're going to be putting a lot of effort into it for 40 years <laughs> right? every fucking hawks night. like triangle circle done <laughs> icon <laughs> Are you coming? I've just got to do the other leg. Just got to do, the, do the, the other leg. Little spiders on the yeah. leg. It looks shit otherwise. Got well, to do the other leg. Fucking yeah. idiot. You fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Billy Gunn turns up in face paint to mock him and uh, Road Dog throws what can only be a bag full of choo around <laughs> into Animal's face. Gack you! Gack you! Uh, and... Uh, uh, th- one of the things I noticed when D'Lo Brown uh, takes a um, like he makes it takes like a spinning sort of throw move at one point, uh-huh. and it's like it's just, it, it's a non symmetrical move, so it's got to go left or right. Mm. How do they know which direction to kind of propel themselves to get thrown? Because you can't just lift a man like that. Yeah, you've got to choose which side to jump, and well, it's like oh man. There's a funny thing about about um, wrestling, which is that you tend to use one side, right? So you would tend to do everything if you watch it next time. Most wrestlers work to the left. Right. And it's just a weird thing where wrestling is a left-handed sport, apart from in Mexico, where it's right-handed. Oh, really? It's like driving on the wrong side of the road? It's like like equator thing about the water going down (laughs) the the plug hole. But yeah, so so wrestling is primarily... Uh, everything takes place to the left of the body. Right. It's I, I, There's probably a better way of explaining it than that, but if, if there is, I haven't said it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but have a look. So you'll, you'll yeah. see that most of the stuff that happens in the ring is uh, left-handed. Right. Ah, so, that's no, good left. to know. Left. <laughs> oh, it's left. always very funny. You're talking about left-handed, right-handed. You just got to wait for someone to say right, and then you're like, oh, here I come with my funny joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I absolutely nailed that bit. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, then we uh, head to, um, well, the Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin versus Owen Hart match. Yeah. This is far more interesting behind the scenes than right. you could possibly pick up from this particular match. Oh. So in SummerSlam 1997, uh, Owen Hart wrestles Stone Cold Steve Austin for the Intercom continental belt yeah and at one point uh, owen hart does a sit down tombstone pile driver which breaks steve austin's neck yeah and it's 
really uncomfortable to watch. They show a clip of it. And what was he trying to do? Was he expect? Can you do that move on the bum rather than on the knees? They, I, I think what you could do is you could do it with a much lighter man. So what happens is, if you think like the Undertaker does the tombstone pile driver, mm. which Onto this was knees, a variation is, of. Yeah. Yeah. So when you do that and you're holding someone, the important thing is you hold them above your knees yeah. so that when your knees make contact, their head does not make contact. Mm. So you can then put them down and that's a safety done move. Mm. Now, Owen Hart is a great technical wrestler mm. but on this they were going fast he twists over he pulled up steve austin and that sit down tombstone is what you're doing is you're taking the knees out of the equation yeah so when you're holding that person you have got to have their head basically above your genitals mm. and then what happens here is stone cold's head is about what Two inches, four inches beneath the bottom of Owen mm. Hart's legs when he sit, when he jumps down. So Steve Austin lands with all the force in his neck. Now, had he been a lighter person, maybe Owen Hart could have got him a bit further over his back. The reality is, it was a fucking dangerous move, mm. and it went horribly wrong. Yeah. So Austin breaks his neck. Owen Hart realizes something's gone wrong because Steve Austin cannot move. Mm. He's actually paralysed. Um, he doesn't know whether this is going to be for good. He basically thinks it is. He manages to crawl over while Owen Hart is killing time by shouting at the audience because he's got to win. So mm. he pulls Owen Hart over. Owen basically pins himself. It looks terrible. Yeah. And then they try and get Steve Austin up and he is absolutely, you know, done. Now, Austin recovers. He's actually, this is three months after. Yeah. He's come back a bit soon. Mm. But he's so hot, they can't really afford to have him sitting on the sidelines. Mm. It's going to kill his heat. So they rush into this match. You'll notice it's a brawl, so there's no real moves being done. Mm. So that protects it's very Austin short a bit. as well. But Austin has a real personal issue with Owen Hart. So he uh, complains that Owen Hart didn't ring him when he was convalescing. So he didn't say, how are you? Afterwards, they come back and Owen says he apologises. Steve Austin has said over the years he didn't really apologise. Mm. It didn't happen. So Steve Austin said, I never want to work with Owen Hart again. They said, but you, you're coming back. It's the match everyone wants to see. Owen Hart's walking around with his Owen Hart 316 t-shirt. I just broke your neck. Yeah. The crowd just... have got signs that say, break his neck, Owen. They start chanting at one point, break his neck. You know, it's it's a weird thing. And you're seeing that piece of footage of Steve mm. Austin having his neck broken, playing on the big screen again and again well, so and it, again it's like coming again. In, it's, it's like walking in the office with a, I ate your yogurt, your fruit corner, Sharon. <laughs> like, kind of like being unprofessional in yeah. a work environment and then going, eh, yeah. I don't care. I, I, I called you a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our, bo- yeah. our boss, Ralph. Yeah, yeah you know, and, you know, I mean, it's... A man it's... who's had, like, somewhat of a career and the guy's just starting <laughs> out who's got a bit of heat. That... Like, this guy's really fucking hurt him and really endangered his future career. And there's a horrible thing where your bosses go, oh, that's What's a ready-made <laughs> angle. And you go, yeah, ready-made angle. I thought I was never going to walk again. And they <laughs> go, oh, wouldn't it be great if Owen's like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to get you. I'm not sure I would be able to take that, to be honest. Steve Austin didn't necessarily, he said over the years as well that he thought that it may have been intentional. Mm. I think that's a, I don't know, I don't know about it, but it sounds like a bit of a stretch to me. It just seems like a weird thing, but he felt that he was getting this, you know, heat and everything and that, you know, Owen did something reckless. Mm. And anyway, I mean, uh, long story short, Steve Austin did not want to fight Owen Hart, but he was coming back and that was the match they were going to have to put on. This lasts about five minutes, they brawl outside and it ends. Now, Austin, Steve Austin did not attend Owen Hart's funeral in 1999 and mm. it stems from the fact that he just he just he didn't really 
have any feelings for him. I think yeah. he, he disliked him on a personal level as a result. Well, that's fair. Um, I mean, there are a bit, you know, I think, I, I don't buy that Owen would have hurt him deliberately simply because, you know, they're a big wrestling family and, and they're quite popular, I what, think. What and, would and be on, the point? It would just be so unprofessional that I think you'd be ostracised in a yeah. community that you may be a big part of. You're like, but you fucked the guy's career. Though, Absolutely. I mean, Steve Austin basically then refuses to take another pile driver in his career. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a sensible guy. What this does, really, is this doesn't really slow him down. You know, he's back in three months. But what it does is it damages his neck to the point where he his career is shortened mm. hugely because he has neck problems yeah. and he has to retire. It stems from this. So, in a funny way, I mean, you, you could say that Owen Hart really robbed Steve Austin of a 10-year career at the end that he could have made a lot of money in. Yeah. When but did he retire, Steve he re- I think he retired 2002. Right. Um, oh, so, not... So yeah, not far away from this at all. No, and he's Jesus. he's basically. I mean, he's he's God, so throughout the later part of his career as well. Mm. He is having months out to deal with his neck. So he's having sort of six months here and then eight months here. Yeah. So these huge sections all stem from this bit in 97 where his neck is broken. Well, I thought, the, the thing is that I thought that because he wasn't been around for like, he'd done 20 years before he'd retired. So it yeah. was only a short run. Yeah, he actually really? retired. He, he finally retired in, in 2003. Um, That's insane. In 2000. How he, is he so, so popular in the best part of like five years? He's hot for like... He was. He was. My God! He, I mean, he he is one of the greats. I mean, he, mm. his final match, which we will be watching fairly soon, fairly soon, yeah, is is the WrestleMania should have been the main event. I think it was one beneath against the Rock. Mm. I mean, he went out on top. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing more like beloved within a wrestling community than a wrestler who goes out on top. Yeah. Because it so rarely happens, you know. Um, in 2000, the WWE actually banned pile drivers. Mm. And uh, I think it was slightly as a result of this. The Undertaker's um, still allowed to do them, wasn't he? Two people are allowed to do them. In, so in 2007, Stephanie McMahon said the only people who are allowed to do them are The Undertaker and Kane. They are two of the bigger guys. Bigger guys. It's safer. Yeah. They're strong. Um, there are occasionally special dispensations given out for people to do these moves. But mm. they are very, very sort of, you know, careful about it now. Um, the, the other thing that I... I think is so great on this is again Austin is finally coming back from this broken neck really quickly and it's the one time that his fucking when he comes in the glass <laughs> doesn't shatter there's the noise half of it falls down you can see his arm he pushes a bit of it and there's still half of it there and he must just be thinking well you know I didn't want to do any of this <laughs> get me backstage that AOL man yeah yeah he, he sort of nudges oh. a bit with his shoulder I was going he must have thought it was dangerous or something because I would have just, you know, just put my fist through the rest of it because that's his character, isn't it? Wouldn't you not have, like... I yeah. don't understand why he doesn't walk through it anyway because it's obviously just sugar glass, is it? Kind of, would it cut people I still? I don't, don't know. I don't think it's sugar glass. <laughs> it's just glass. Now, the reason the reason I, th- I think that is because it's very, very similar to some panels they had at a King of the Ring uh, where this is probably... Uh, oh, when's this? 2000 and... Mm. Two, yeah, um, where two thousand and one, where Kurt Angle took on Shane McMahon, and they had those similar panels, yeah, and they had a basic thing where they went, we're going to belly to belly suplex Shane McMahon through these panels. It's one of the great, great little wrestling clips, mm. and it's glass. And the first time Shane McMahon just hits it and then hits his head on the floor as he comes down, <laughs> Kurt is like, 
we'll work this out by doing it again. They do it again, he throws him through, and then he throws him to the other side. The same thing happens, you know, hits it once, slips onto the floor on his head. He's just absolutely knocked out. The th- third time he goes through, bang. But when he comes through the other side, it's literally like he's been pushed through a blender. And it has the same consistency, this glass, as the stuff that Austin has. So right. I think Austin just looked at it and just went, no fucking way. No, I'm not getting my body on that. I am. If this, if this doesn't go down... Good for it. I am not touching this. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you're not smashing through it, that glass would be, um, it would be breakable glass, sure, yeah. and and fracturable glass, but yeah. I guess it's there's still, no need for it to be sugar it, glass. These things don't fracture in circles, <laughs> do they? They still, you know, you're going to, I mean, how awful would it have been if he comes back and he's like, well, I don't want to do this match, but here we go, and he kicks that thing and you're just like, <laughs> just, well, that, that, that went straight through my head, <laughs> pinned me to the floor, and now, now I'm dead. <laughs> Fucking great. Cheers, cheers, God. Last thing he sees is Owen Hart over the top of him. <laughs> Pissing on his head. <laughs> so I brought your neck. <laughs> I cut your body. Oh, they, uh. they then have a little... Um, this is also where you get to see Ass 316 at the oh, poster. Yes. Someone went home, they thought of that, they wrote it, they folded it, they took it in the car, <laughs> they got out, they had it there, they held it up, Ass 316. Ass 316. <laughs> the booty men. <laughs> Um, they have a little advert then, which is uh, a thing they were running, and it was uh, an attempt to sort of say what we do is really hard and we're proper athletes. Yeah. And there's just a, a short little thing, and you have Bret Hart sort of saying, um, you know, this isn't real, try lacing my boots. Mm. Uh, and lovely, I was thinking, A lovely little line, I think. Yeah, it was nice. And... Uh, I mean, that advert obviously couldn't be played after tonight. <laughs> That's the last time you were going to see it. That is true, yeah. yeah. It's like a little... So it's a, basically, um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chip on the shouldery kind of thing yeah, to play. It's it like is. a passive-aggressive kind of thing. The best way the, to do that as well is to wait for two and a half hours into a broadcast and then start addressing the people who don't like wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it at the front, you morons! <laughs> Man. Oh, my word. Um, yeah, so I guess... The next episode of Wrestle Me. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? It's, I mean, we're very much pushing through the glass <laughs> of Wrestle Me. There's, imagine there's a big bang. Yeah. And half of the glass is smashed and it sort of it smashed the wrestle oh, bit. Oh, but what's behind the glass that hasn't smashed? <laughs> Some weird backstairs intrigue. It's basically the most talked about wrestling match of all time. Oh, Mark. Not on this show, though. <laughs> Not until next week. We've done three episodes and we've barely touched it. Man. That's why we're the best. <laughs> Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. We'll be back next week. If you want to get in touch, as always, it's shortwrestlemepod.com. You can also get us on Twitter at WrestleMePod. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, yes. Uh, if any of you want to leave the comment, Ask316, I will be more than happy. Ask316, Mark. Ask316, Pete. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money.